Welcome to Grace Abounds. I'm Pastor Jen Shaw, and this week we'll be hearing a sermon from guest pastor Glenn Egertson here at St. John's Lutheran Church, Palm Desert, California. I'm so glad that you've joined us, and I hope these words build you up in faith, hope, and love. Uh, my name is Pastor Glenn Egertson, and my wife and I run your Bible camps in Southern California. Uh, there's El Camino Pines up at the Grapevine and the Luther Glen Farm, which is in Oak Glen, California, about 58 minutes from here as of this morning. And uh, it's, uh, today is the last, the first day of the last week of summer camp, and that's uh, a good week for us. We're uh, so far, so good. Everybody's arrived and gone home safely. Uh, we actually have a common uh, participant, so to speak, uh, Mark Farron, who's often singing with Sarah in the band uh, from St. John's, is on our summer staff for his second summer. And uh, it's great doing ministry together. It gives us a connection. Uh, we're also pretty connected because Pastor Jen and I are pretty good buddies. And uh, so... I always enjoy coming here. It's just, I always tease her that she doesn't go on vacation enough because uh, it's fun for us to come and visit. Uh, I am fortunate to work in the part of the church that is concentrated on the formation of faith in children. Uh, we deal a lot with, uh, almost exclusively with children. My ministry is actually through counselors to children. I don't work with campers too often but I do train a lot of counselors to work with children. And uh, not everybody who comes to camp comes to camp uh, with uh, a lot of uh, confidence that this is gonna be a good thing. A lot of kids who come to camp are, are, are scared. They have to draw upon their courage and uh, not all of them come because they want to. Some of them are sent by the, by the generous donation of a grandparent. Some of them are encouraged to go, talked into it, especially post-COVID. It's easier to stay at home, stay in your room, and sit on your phone uh, all summer long. So summer camp is getting tougher and tougher uh, to sell, but uh, we generally see the benefits when children take that risk, uh, even in the growing of their faith. Uh, one of the pastors that uh, I know and love very well uh, told me the story of when he went to Bible camp as a child, and this would have been in the 50s-ish. Uh, he's an older man. And uh, he remembered the camp that he went to, had the, all the fun and games, and then it all built up to a closing worship service on Thursday night, and they went down to the lake, and there was candlelight and a cross, and, and whoever was speaking told... Uh, inspiring stories about the adventures of faith, all leading up to the question, are you ready to give your life to Jesus? Because you're going to go home tomorrow, and, uh, and you're, the adventure continues. You don't just have a Christian adventure camp. It goes with you. God goes with you. You take God with you. And God's going to be with you and calling you into an exciting life and are you ready to give your life to Christ? And, and when he got home, uh, he became a pastor, so I think you know how this ends, right? Uh, he, uh, he was singing some of the songs, and the songs were asking him the question, are you ready? Are you ready? And, um, 
And he imagined that if he gave his life to Christ, what he was really doing was saying, God, you can kill me. That's the way he thought about it. He thought, my life is going to end with me rushing in and rescuing a child off railroad tracks. Or he could just imagine all the ways God was going to use him. Or God was going to uh, make me rich, but then I was, God was going to say, okay, now give me all your money right now. And he was going to go to the bank and withdraw $1,000, because that's, in his mind, $1,000 meant he was rich. And he, and he was going to put it in the offering plate, and then he was going to be poor the rest of his life but he was going to be faithful to God. And he said, but in retrospect, my life has really been more like God saying to me, go to the bank and pull out all of your money in small change. Because every day God asked me to give 87 cents here, buying a cup of coffee for somebody who didn't have the money, or a dollar three here, or a quarter there, he said, every day, it wasn't as I imagined at Bible camp, but every day God asked me to be part of the ministry, part of the kingdom of heaven in some small change kind of way. And that's kind of bit the way it's been for me. When I was at Bible camp, we had that big adventure night where we, they tried to inspire us, kind of like an altar call where they said, and now it's time to commit your life to Christ. But more for me, I think Bible camp stuck in my head through the music and through the counselors. I can tell you the names of all of my camp counselors. I can remember the words of most of the songs. We don't sing the same songs anymore at Bible camp. We sing different ones. But those are faith-forming moments for children. And it's a wise church that invests in places where children can be caught by this God of love that sometimes sends us down a path and we trip over a treasure box that Jesus calls the kingdom of heaven. These stories are not new to us, right? I mean, you've heard all of these parables before, I am sure, but I want to read just a couple of them again because it helps us ask the question, when is the last time you went through a door that you didn't know was on the other side? When is the last time you on purpose or as part of your Christian faith said, I'm going to go through that new door because I know when I get on the other side, I, God's calling me there. I don't know what's going to happen there. When was the last time you gave yourself that experience? Parables are like that because they, they kind of exist in a different realm. They're just kind of a little bit off. There's always just a little bit of a twist and you go, huh? Let's peek at these and see. Jesus spoke all of these, excuse me, he told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a man took and planted. Though it's the smallest of all seeds, it can grow into one of the large trees in the garden. Another parable he told them. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into the dough and mixed into a large amount of flour until it worked all the way through and it leavened the bread. All of these parables, I won't read them all, all of them include a little element of our participation. A farmer plants a seed, a woman bakes 
and puts the yeast into the dough. It's not just sitting back and waiting for the kingdom of heaven to come to us. Though we as Lutheran Christians are always the quickest to emphasize that it's God's activity that is important. But I want you to notice the connection that Jesus draws between the activity, the responsibility we take for our faith, and the meaning that we get from it. There's a connection in all of life, but especially, I think, in matters of the heart and in faith, that the more responsibility we take, the more we invest, the more meaning we can extract from the part of uh, the Christian faith that is uh, developing it within us. This is what we're always trying to inspire in our counselors and in our campers. Uh, there is a famous, excuse me, there is a story of a camper that came to us a couple years ago. And she was one of those uh, little girls that didn't want to come to camp, or well, she wanted to come to camp, but she thought as soon as she got there that she wanted it to be over. Uh, she had to be kind of uh, nudged to sign up for camp, and she had to be encouraged to pack her bag, and she had to be reminded to get all of the stuff in the suitcase, and all of the little signs where her mom just said, oh, she's nervous about this. Oh, she's not sure she's going to... I think I'm going to get a phone call on Monday saying she wants to come home. She did. Uh, <laughs> but the little girl got there, uh, and she signed up, or I mean, and she got to uh, Sunday, and she made it to Monday, and the homesickness came over her. And generally, when this happens, you know, we've seen this before. We've seen this a few hundred times every summer. And our goal is to get them to Wednesday. It's like, well, sweetheart, you know, your mom really wants you to be here. And uh, I called your mom, and she reminded me that you really wanted to come, and you really wanted to make it, and you'd be nervous but that you could make it. And we just want to encourage you to keep trying. Can you keep trying? Yeah, I can keep trying. And she went, and on Tuesday, she made a friend. And on Wednesday, she went to the camp store, and she bought a camp sweatshirt. And we knew, if she bought a camp sweatshirt, we knew we had her. And by Friday, she didn't want to go home. That camp sweatshirt got really dirty on the last few days of camp. She never took it off. And when she got home, she told her mom, Mom, that was the best week of my life. And I'm never taking this sweatshirt off. And her mom chuckled. And the next day, she had the sweatshirt on. Her mom said, well, honey, you know, that's a beautiful sweatshirt. I'm really glad you have a good memory from camp. But that's a really dirty sweatshirt. And uh, just let me wash that, and then you can put it back on. The girl said, nope, I'm never taking this sweatshirt off. And, uh, and a couple more days go by, and her mom keeps asking her, well, you know, um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to start to smell. And uh, we can just wash it, and you can put it right back on. You only have to take it off for a couple hours. Nope. I am never taking off this sweatshirt. Four days go by, and now the sweatshirt is really beginning to swell, smell because she's had it on a week. And her mom comes to her and says, sweetheart, you can't go around smelling bad just because you had a good experience at Bible camp. So the little girl finally, in a huff, takes off the sweatshirt, very dramatic like a 10-year-old girl can be, 
hands it to her mom, says, here, mom, you can wash out the dirt, but you can't wash out the memories. And the, and the mom felt like she had, she had a, <laughs> a tremendous victory because her daughter had accomplished something that she didn't know she could do. She went away to a sleepaway camp, slept away from home for the first time, and got that experience and that confidence. More than that, she heard in the music and in the Bible studies the story of a God that drew near to her and said, my precious child, I love you. She, that was affirmed by every activity and every counselor like Mark Farron is doing right now who got it in her face and said, we're going to have a great day and you're going to have fun here. And she accomplished something that she had never accomplished before because she went through a door that she had never risked going through before. And all of the meaning that she attached to the Bible camp and the place in the mountains where I live was really God coming near her and saying, my precious child, we're going to go through this together. And I'm calling you to a grand adventure that you can't even imagine what will happen next. And every day, she'll give a quarter here and a dollar three there and 87 cents there. Little investments in her faith to keep that relationship going. I pray that you see that opportunity for you in a new way today. What door is God calling you to open? It's a question that is addressed right back to me too. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you that uh, in your word you call us to believe in a treasure that we can't even imagine its value, a treasure worth selling everything we own. Give us that seed of faith and may it grow in us through this congregation's ministry, through the camp's ministry, through the love of our families. And uh, please use us to spread that love to all of the Coachella Valley. In your name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening. Each week's episode is edited by Nick Cox. Music performed by our St. John's Worship Band. Sermons by me, Pastor Jen Shaw. Make sure to subscribe to hear each week's message. If you'd like to know more about St. John's mission to know Christ and make Christ known, to share the life-giving word and do the life-giving work of Jesus, visit our website, stjohnslutheran.church. May God bless you on this day and in all the days ahead.